This is Kevin Burke from the Andy Griffith Show Rerun Watchers Club, Thumbs in Pockets chapter, saying thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry. In this episode, we're going to discuss Divorce Mountain Style. This aired on March the 30th, 1964, was written by Jim Fritzel and Everett Greenbaum and directed by Jeffrey Hayden. Again, this episode's going to have the darlings in it, which always makes it a special episode, uh, at least in my mind. So the episode opens, and it's in the courthouse, and we see uh, Barney and Andy. Uh, it's at night in the courthouse, and Aunt Barney's reading the uh, Mayberry Gazette. All of a sudden, Charlene pops her head in the courthouse door, and she's carrying a bag, and she um, basically asked uh, Andy and Barney to drive her somewhere. Now, I just want to say that I've had the pleasure of meeting, having my photo taken, and even having breakfast with Maggie Peterson Mancuso at Mayberry Days in Mount Airy, North Carolina. She's a very, very pleasant lady. She comes to Mayberry Days every year, still sings and dances with the, the Dillards, which is really the, the darling band. So again, I, I really enjoy seeing this episode. It means a lot to me knowing that I've actually been able to interact with uh, uh, Maggie. Uh, but we'll get back to the episode. And again, we include uh, Sarah in the episodes. We see Barney leaving as he says something to Sarah to basically, uh, if she calls and Barney and Andy are out, they won't be there at the courthouse, <laughs> which is pretty obvious information. So anyway, in the next scene, we see them driving in the squad car out somewhere in the woods. And what's interesting to me is you see all three of them sitting in the front seat of the car. Uh, you know, cars were sort of big back then. Maybe you'd seen that, but I would have think it would have been most likely that you'd have put Charlene in the back seat. But maybe that's the Mayberry way of having them all three in the front seat with her in the middle. So uh, they get out, and Charlene starts to look a little bit mysterious and very serious. Uh, she asks for a shovel, which Barney gets. And Barney pulls Andy aside at this point, and, you know, Barney likes to believe that he knows it all. So uh, he thinks what she's doing is she's probably got something she's got to do because somebody's sick. So they're getting ready to do some kind of ritual to make them feel better. Um, so uh, she, she takes the shovel, digs a very uh, shallow hole, buries the bag, puts dirt back on it, then asks Andy to come stand beside her. Then she says an incantation, draws something on the dirt, and then she announces to Andy and Barney that she's now divorced and that she and Andy are going to get married. <laughs> so Andy, without knowing, by standing beside her, um, is now going to be the next person to marry her when they have a full moon. So, of course, Andy's in trouble. So they get back to the courthouse, and as they get out of the car, uh, Barney says he's going to the library and says he's going to actually get Andy out of this situation. Now, this is one of the few episodes where we see Barney actually saves Andy. Most of the episodes, we see Andy saving everybody else. But in this episode, Barney plays a large role, and there's others as well, but in this episode, plays a large role in rescuing Andy or giving Andy a good idea to get him out of his situation. So they step inside the courthouse, Charling and Andy, and the Darlings are waiting on them. And uh, Briscoe Darling is basically chiding... Uh, uh, Charlene for doing what she's doing. Then he finds out that the ritual's be d been done and realizes there's nothing they can do about it. And so that Andy and Charlene are going to get married. I'd also like to say that I've had the good pleasure of speaking with, having my photo taken with uh, Rodney and Doug Dillard. Doug Dillard, God rest his soul, passed away a few years ago. Uh, but Rodney still comes to Mayberry Days. The Dillard during the Bluegrass Hall of Fame. So again, it's a uh, it's a pleasure to be able to interact again and see the see them at the Mayberry Days. And I hope they'll continue to keep coming back. 
So in the next scene, we're back in the courthouse, and uh, we see Barney enter the courthouse, and he's got a book of mountain folklore, and it's uh, big letters on the book so you can tell what it is. So while they're looking in there, in comes Bob Denver as Dud Wash. Now, of course, all of us know Bob Denver in a much different role as uh, Gilligan on Gilligan's Island. Now, Bob Denver did other things as well. Uh, before he did Gilligan's Island, he was uh, a beatnik, Maynard G. Krebs on The Many Lives of Dobie Gillis. But he did other things. You know, he was in a couple of roles uh, movies besides the... Uh, uh, you know the uh, redo of Gilligan's Island, and uh, but he appeared on uh, I Dream of Genie, which you remember. Uh, I Dream of Genie had a character that appeared in the Andy Griffith Show episode of the Manicurist, and he appeared on Fantasy Island, Herman's Head, and Alf, which was one of my favorite. And he's been in a couple other movies as well. One of the movies, actually, Who's Minding the Mint, was directed in 1967 by Howard Morris, who plays Ernest T. Bass. And Bob Denver, of course, uh, has done other things. I, when I was a child, and I can't remember where I was and how old I was, but as a child, I remember going to a play somewhere in North Carolina to watch Bob Denver in a play, and I was just ecstatic that I got to see Gilligan live. Don't remember the name of the play. Don't remember where it was. I'm almost positive it was in North Carolina, but I got to see Bob Denver, and I'll never forget when he entered the stage for the first time, the play had to stop because everybody started cheering and screaming for Bob Denver. So again, it's really neat to see Bob Denver uh, in this episode. So Bob Denver basically comes in and realizes Andy's stealing his wife, and uh, he wants to fight Andy. <laughs> I love how Andy just picks him up by the back of the collar and the back of the pants and throws him outside. And and then uh, what happens once Andy, you can see the look on Andy's face, he realizes he's in deeper than he wants to be, and, and uh, Barney's trying to get him to do something that the Mountain Folklore book says will get rid of the... Uh, uh, divorce proceedings, and I love this line where uh, Barney looks at Andy and says, shall we get the shovel? <laughs> I just love that line. So the next scene, uh, we see Andy and Barney out, uh, they drive out to where they, Darling had uh, buried the uh, bag, and we see Andy, who's he's still reluctant because he thinks it's silly to be doing this mountain folklore stuff, and so he starts to dig up the first pile of dirt to get the, the bag out, and lo and behold, dirt's thrown back on the hole, and he realizes that the darlings are standing there waiting on him, not going to let him do it. So uh, Andy now realizes he's really in for it because the darlings are not only going to not let him get rid of the divorce, but they expect him to marry Charlene. And I love this scene where uh, Charlene runs in, puts her arms around Andy and wants to kiss him and everything. And, and Briscoe Darling tells everybody to turn around because you shouldn't look away while they're doing that kind of stuff. And <laughs> even Barney turns around. <laughs> I just love that. It's beautiful writing. Well, the next scene in the courthouse, um, uh, we have Barney trying to be optimistic and getting Andy to see the bright side of marrying Charlene Darling. Can you imagine Andy Taylor married to Charlene Darling? And Andy looks at Barney incredulously and says, uh, you think I'm going to marry a skinny, giggling girl that's 15 years younger than me? Oh, and uh, So again, they go back to reading uh, the folklore book again and then... Again, Barney finds an interesting um, quote in the book. It says, If a rider dressed in black rides east to west on a white horse in the light of a full moon, passing a bridegroom, he is cursed and the union is cursed. So they found another way besides digging up the bag to possibly stop the wedding. So they get the idea and Andy asks uh, his pal Barney, 
to basically to dress in black and to ride a horse. So the next scene, uh, again, we see uh, Barney uh, in a stable with Andy, and he's standing beside a horse. And we <laughs> learned in this instance that Barney's allergic to horse hair. He's not fine of riding horse, and he doesn't want to wear, wear, wear black because it makes him look so thin <laughs> as if Don Nuts wasn't thin enough. And again, in this particular scene, Barney gets mad at the horse who's moving its head toward him and calls the horse stupid. <laughs> Again, maybe Peter wouldn't be too happy about that nowadays, but again, it's it's just a funny scene. So the the next scene, we're back at the courthouse, and uh, we see the Dillards are basically uh, taking over the courthouse. Andy and Barney aren't there, and we hear the Dillards playing some music, Charlene singing and dancing. And again, I love these parts of the Andy Griffith show where they just sort of put the episode aside, but it makes sense to be in part of the episode to have the music there. So Andy comes in, and he's all smiles, pretending to go along. And, you know, he needed to give Barney time to get the horse out there, so he keeps trying to delay them uh, before they walk down to the preacher's house, which, you know, maybe he's not going to be too far away. He's trying to delay him for about a half hour if he can. And then Dud Walsh comes back in, Bob Denver, and uh, wants to fight. And, again, the two darlings just pick up Dud and take him outside. And so um, Andy, again, is being forced. I love the, the several parts in this episode where Andy doesn't want to go along and the darlings just circle him like, uh, we're going to take care of you or put the gun in his face to make him do what, he, what Andy doesn't want to do. So they start to head to the preacher, and Andy, again, is trying to delay, saying he wants to visit with Briscoe, and then uh, he pretends to have a sore foot, and uh, and all of a sudden, while they're looking at his foot, uh, Barney rides by on the horse, but nobody notices him, plus um, Barney's having trouble with the horse. Remember, Barney's allergic, so we hear Barney sneezing, and uh, again, the, the horse is uh, going uh, north to south, and so it's not the correct direction to uh, basically... Uh, help Andy. Now, before we see the horse go uh, north to south, we have a, a small little scene where Barney, again, can't control the horse, and he goes up and he's starting to go to a front porch, and there's Floyd sitting on the front porch, interestingly, in the dark, reading, and they have a quick little scene where Floyd's uh, talking to Barney, but again, a cute little scene, and I think it's interesting that they included Floyd in this particular scene, uh, you know, just sitting there, and what's great about Floyd, Floyd you know, why he says, you know, just didn't expect. He doesn't really look that surprised to see Barney on a horse. So, again, um, we're back to Barney. is ridden north to south. Uh, Dud shows up again, again, uh, wanting to fight Andy and telling Charlene that he still loves her. And and uh, then Barney again, finally rides by correctly going east to west, of course, dressed in black on a white horse. And he, we see him sneezing. And you will notice that you'll see Barney's head go to behind the horse. And it's because, um, as I understand it, Don Knotts wasn't riding the horse at this time, so it's a good way to hide the face here. And uh, so when the darlings see this, they all start to physically back away from Andy because they believe everything's cursed. So again, Andy finally gets out of it with the help and some of the ideas coming from Barney. So again, a very good scene. So finally, as we come to the last scene in the episode, we're all back into the courthouse and we see... uh, all of them are sitting around singing and dancing. Again, no matter what happens in Mayberry, they care about each other. So Dud and Darlene are back together, and they're all playing music. We see uh, we get to see Barney dancing. Charlene will do a little bit of dancing. Andy does some singing. And we get to see Bob Denver, Dud Wash, singing. So again, it's a very good end of the episode, ending with music. So again, I, I love this episode, Divorce Mountain style, and I hope you enjoyed reminiscing about it uh, just like I did. Well, the trivia question. This might be difficult, but if you watch the episode, you'll be able to figure it out. Uh, In the episode, uh, they talk about, um, and uh, 
about a, a hardware store. And so my trivia question is, what is the name of the hardware store mentioned in, the nep- in this episode? Again, what is the name of the hardware store mentioned in this episode? Now, if you know the answer, uh, you can check your answer by going to my website, burkeonmayberry.com, or you can email me at burke, B-U-R-K-E, at imayberry, that's the letter I, mayberry.com, and tell me what you believe the answer is, and I'll let you know whether you got it right or not. Again, I appreciate the comments that come in about Burke on Mayberry, and I appreciate you continuing to listen. And as they say in Mayberry, my best to you and yours, and thanks again for listening to Burke on Mayberry.